WLR. They've been rumors throughout the internet that we are buying New Japan professional wrestling. I'm here to tell you it's not going to happen. We're not going to shut off the money. We're not going to do it. They're just not sexy enough to join the ranks of WLR, ladies and gentlemen, the 1111 boys. What is going on? The Andrew Bello is back with the stash, doing it, setting trends. Everybody's getting stashes now. People, I walk outside. I'm like, where'd you see the stash? They're like, Andrew Bello got it, so I'm going to get it. I'm like, why are you biting his style? Why are you copying him? And they're like, well, we got to copy somebody, so we may as well copy Bello. And I can't argue with them after that point. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. The God of Thunder, ladies and gentlemen. What is going on? That's me. Yes, sit under my learning tree. Aaron Rodgers, Travis Kelsey, (laughs) they're all out here copying my stash. I've been rocking this for months. The trend is now formed. I, ladies and gentlemen, a trendsetter. But yeah, no, Tony Khan buying New Japan was the funniest shit I heard this week. Like, first and foremost, this motherfucker can't handle CM Punk. He's going to deal with the Yakuza. And if he could somehow get past that shit, he getting past Mecha G. Mecha G is not allowing that. As though he shut New Japan down for months on end. He just said, I've had enough of this nonsense over there. You guys are trying to kill each other for our entertainment. And frankly, it's not all that entertaining. So we need to take a pause, and we're going to come back. Mecca G handling TK over there. Anyway, Absolutely. good to be back, as you can all tell. It's been several weeks. We took a week off. I took a couple weeks off. But I'm happy to be here. And Billy Ray, um, hold on to your chair. I'm ready to talk about wrestling. Whoa! I'm so Whoa. excited what? to talk about wrestling. And <laughs> I know, I know. And I have to tell you why. Because wrestling seems to be the one vestige of society that Taylor Swift hasn't fucking taken over yet. And I and and I mean, give it time. She'll be fucking pinning Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. But nevertheless, <laughs> for the time being, the world of professional wrestling is my safe haven. I wake up on Saturdays, got the kids here, got the goddess of thunder here. They're out here fucking singing. Fucking nine o'clock in the morning. I fucking watch my football on Sunday. This bitch is out here. Fucking everybody's, oh, my God. Okay, good Lord. Listen, I'm not going to hate too much. She's talented. She's pretty. I get it. But that said, can we get a break from it? I'm sorry. I know I brought it up, and I'm being hypocritical about it. But good Lord, I needed to get this off my chest. And the good people of WLR needed a good bellow rant. So here you go. Absolutely. I mean, but but, but is is she really that pretty, though? Let's let's take it back to the days of TNG. She's pretty enough to be as successful as she is. You know, when we used to talk about If it was Lizzo, I'd be fucking gouging my eyes out and I'd be in a padded cell somewhere. Right, right. Understood. Understood. I I remember back in the day when we used to do this show, everybody used to want to tune in because they wanted to hear what was going on with John Cena and a love life. And I was breaking it all down for them week after week after week. And we stopped doing the TMZ stuff. 
Well, there is no John Cena love life thing. Now he's gone bald and he's like 56. And the Bellas have gone and married uh, dancers and hockey players. Or Daniel Bryan, whatever whatever he's doing. I don't know. But um, why did I bring that up? Oh, because we're talking about Taylor Swift. Right. And she's she's taken over the world. She was on in, with the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs game. She's there. They were talking about her the entire time. They didn't even talk about football. I don't understand the appeal personally. But what apps? OK, introduce the man. Oh, yeah. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, after all that, there is a main event of the evening. And he comes to us from the land of the sun devil by way of the tunnels underneath the Denver airport. <laughs> he stands at six feet, 6.6 6 inches tall, weighing in at an unbelievably svelte 666 pounds, all biceps. Boom. There they are. He is the master of the massive memories, the connoisseur of the colossal kajungas and the hunker of you. Hooters. Yeah, that's still Triple H. He's sexy. He's stranglery. Strangler. Steve. That was A plus, dude. That was. See, so take a couple weeks off. You come back all rejuvenated and ready to shout my good. name. This is like a yeah. Sadly, and oh, by the way, anybody I mentioned this, this is in our in our infamous group chat earlier. But anybody who's playing cross grid wrestling out there, it's a little like logic puzzle kind of crisscross thing. It's like it's like word wordle for wrestling nerds i guess is is its most uh obvious equivalent but check it out if you haven't already and our our main event of the evening strangler steve is one of the potential answers in there now the funniest Ooh. thing about this is as we all know striz is born on uh, november 9th but the thing is programmed like with european dates and they weren't quite sure of steve's year of birth so it just says steve king Nine eleven? <laughs> question mark? Question mark? There it is. <laughs> I guess I've been exposed. It what? was an inside job. It was me all along, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Chris? What, what can I tell you guys? I, it was I a double pop for me. And it, it, actually, I had nothing to do with the Twin Towers. That was actually Big Boss Man and Akeem. <laughs> what I was in charge of was pulling the World Trade Center uh, Seven. Oh, that was all me. You're the one. Well, pulling. Sorry about that, Billy Ray. I've known for it's years. Your, and I just thank you for up. putting me. You know, I've been screaming about it since we've known each other. You, you know that's how. Well, the CIA let me in on you know who you were because they've been listening to you for years and they said, "Hey, keep an eye on this guy." So I've been your uh, your keeper for like the last like what five or six years now. So well, they couldn't the have picked a better person to be my keeper. Let me ask you one other thing. Since you, since sure. you're so plugged in, are there some hoes in this house? I've been told that this is a thing. Bello can't answer the question. Since you are plugged in, let me know. I, not only are there some hoes in this house, but we're going to need a bucket animal. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, speaking of, um, uh, what's that girl's name you were just mentioning? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. That's why I left Rhode Island. Bless you, Steve. <laughs> she bought up all the, all the uh, <laughs> real estate in Rhode Island. It was ridiculous. She bought two huge... Uh, uh, mansions that were next door neighbors to each other, side by side, 
and uh, has them both. <laughs> it's an incredible wow. piece of uh, land. I believe you know, why not? Yeah, because why not, right? Matching pair. So you would have a friend over and have twinsy houses. You know, why not? I think it was like um, literally like $50 million worth of real estate. So Jesus hey, Christ. not bad for a girl who looks like she's like, has a, she's like a mouse with a wig on to me. Yeah. <laughs> she has a very mousy face. You know? I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, they're trying. Maybe that's it. She's really just a bunch of mice stacked up on top of each other in a trench coat. (laughs) Perhaps. Here's the thing. She's gotten so big, like making up like teenage breakup songs or whatever. So why don't we come up with a bunch of like teenage angst breakup songs for boys? Like, well, take like one breakup within our lives and be like, what was me about it for about 17, 18 songs and put out a few tracks. I mean, Bellow. You got the bars, pal. I mean, you must be able to put something together there and <laughs> yeah. make us all like billionaires. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna take the limited time I have to work on my music to uh, devote it to that per se. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, there's a market. I'm just saying. All right. Well, yeah, man. She really has. She's found that. She's found this niche of people whose lives are empty and need somebody to live vicariously through. It's a good. It's yeah. a. It's a. It's. I mean, it worked. It's working. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, and we can uh, all buy fifty million bucks worth of beach real estate in Newport, Rhode Island. I, I've had many people tell me that they knew I was trouble as soon as I walked in. <laughs> I don't know. Can we fucking right. somebody that was trouble? Wrestling. Trouble. Let's talk about wrestling. <laughs> trouble for Cody Rhodes. Trouble for Cody Rhodes, red alert, red alert, sound the sirens, throw up the smoke signals. I, I mean, the, 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 the carrier pigeons, whatever you have to do to get the word out. Something is up. Something is seriously wrong in Denmark. Something is, 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 is foul. What is it? There's a foul foot of plot. A foul plot of foot. A plot of foot. <laughs> There's a foot of <laughs> in, 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 uh, in the sheriff of, of Rottingham or whatever. Um, listen, something's up, okay? And I don't like it. I don't like it because Cody Rhodes should have won the WWE title at WrestleMania 39. Here we go. And 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 every day that goes by, it's I wake up in 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 a sweat. Sometimes I wake up in a cold sweat, you know. And and as as a result of WrestleMania 39, I haven't been able to put it to rest. I haven't been able to look past it. And then the, the rock shows up. I think, right? I'm like, you know what? He's going to win the title at 40. Everything's going to be all good. I'm going to be there with my kids and my wife and, and, and my boys. It's going to be great. We're going to have a great time. It's not going to be a great time anymore. Because Cody Rhodes is going to be wrestling maybe Seth Rollins or Gunther or somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Because they, they got the rock and Roman Reigns. And I understand. The, the, you know, Billy Ray Valentine totally understands, and I'm I'm referencing myself in the third person, like the Rockwood. Billy gets it. Okay, <laughs> this whole thing Billy. was made. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing was made for the Rock. This entire storyline, I understand. He is the head of the table, right? And and the Roman Reigns was supposed to be the head of the table while the Rock was gone, and all this other stuff. Right. I saw this in Robin Hood Men in Tights. I saw the whole freaking story. I know how it goes down. Okay. So The Rock didn't have time to come back. And then you start a new story. And and they promised me, Striz, they promised me that that the story had to continue. Triple H said it. He's like, well, the story continues. And, you know, it's going to have a happy ending and whatever else he said. There is no happy ending. 
this isn't a, a, a freaking Asian massage parlor. We are screwed, okay? Because uh, The Rock is coming back, and it's going to be The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania unless something changes. Can somebody give this guy a contract for another movie that's going to bomb? Can somebody give him about $80 million so he can go away? I don't want to see The Rock versus Roman Reigns. I have no interest. And then he goes, he goes, you know, we want to do something for the fans. We want to do something, you know, for the people. Uh, you know, we got to do something different. Not, not the ending of something, but the beginning of something. That sounds like they didn't give you the right amount of money that you wanted. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to fall back. Let's see if we can get more money for 40. And then they're going to do 40, The Rock versus Roman Reigns, and The Rock wins. And 41, The Rock versus Roman Reigns, because it's the beginning of enti an entire feud. And they're going to do it like John Cena and The Rock and all that nonsense that they double main event. They did it twice, two years in a row. This is what it sounds like to me, and I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want anything to do with it, Bells. What's up? All right, several things here. Um, so, all right, let, let's start with what's new and exciting and different about Rock versus Roman and all this sort of stuff. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that The Rock is full of shit half of the time when he talks publicly about anything involving his career. Uh, hats off to him. He's made a good fucking living doing it, so why bother stop now, right? You know, so... Um, when DC Studios was in flux, like Hamada left and fucking yada yada bought it and James Gunn's coming in and all this sort of shit, Black Adam was coming out and The Rock used his, you know, his name and his his influence to sort of make it seem like he was kind of calling the shots over there. I think that's exactly what happened here. He sees like the power vacuum with the with the TD. TKO holdings. What's Vince's involvement? Is there a Vince involvement? I'm the rock. So a big company is going to fucking want me involved in anything and everything I'm willing to be involved in. So he's going to try to influence this into like a WrestleMania cinematic style match produced by seven bucks productions. Um, you know, at WrestleMania, the rock versus Roman in like fucking fast 11, basically oh, like 30 minutes uh, at WrestleMania, like that's that's his long play, if I had to guess. And uh, frankly, it's not a bad one. If he can oh, pull God. it off, and he probably can. As far as Cody goes, um, anybody who's wor you know still considering the idea that Cody's going to still get it, and oh, maybe we can, maybe Cody can beat Roman for the belt beforehand, and the All Rock right. interferes, and that sets <laughs> Roman up, and then we get Cody versus whoever the fucking no. You could take that whole notion. Tell him. You can you can shine it up real nice. You can turn <laughs> that some bitch sideways and stick it straight up your own candy ass. Right. Rudy Poo candy That's ass right. at that. That's um, right. No, once the rock enters the picture, guys, Cody Rhodes isn't even a fucking consideration anymore. Right. He's just like poof. You, like, oh, how can we how can we reward Cody and nah, fuck that. Like, fuck him. He's mid-card. He's fucking Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Saturday night one. Send him home to his hot ass wife. Peace, bitch. Like, they ain't got time for this shit. The Rock is in here. The Rock is here. The Rock? Have y'all heard of him? Dwayne? He's, he's <laughs> like, yeah, no, he's gone. Not only that, it makes a million times, like, it's a, it's a million times better story. The head of the table thing was going on long before Cody even fucking came back to the company. It's coming, it's going on now that Cody's been long out of the title picture. He's the head of the table. That doesn't mean like he's the head of the table and then there's a Cody Rhodes that's at. 
and and it, it's somehow more important or equal to like no that table's the kitty table now that's that's where he sits but didn't it's you the know cody there, table the cody kitty table <laughs> the cody came the cody table didn't you know there was more than one royal family in professional wrestling Ugh. didn't you know that uh, okay so there's there's multiple head of, of the tables here okay Roman Reigns and The Rock don't have a monopoly on the head of the tables. There's also the Rhodes family. And right now, Cody Rhodes is the head of that table. But unfortunately, what the WWE has done here is, is a complete injustice, a complete disaster, a, a complete debacle, right? And bringing in a Hollywood star that doesn't care about the business anymore. He's gone. He's left you. He's left all of you, all of you like CM Punk. He's left, he's left you behind. And, 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 and now what they're going to do, they're going to have two nights of WrestleMania and they're going to have Cody Rhodes main event night one with Seth Rollins for the consolation second place. Everybody gets a trophy world title that nobody cares about. It'll be a good match, but who cares? Right. And then the real main event, Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania, the real main event. And yeah, you made a, a lot of really good points, Bells. This is his storyline. This was made for The Rock. Plain and simple. Can't, de can't debate it, can't deny it. But still, I don't want to see it. Get out of here. Get out of my life. Get out of my wrestling. All right, Striz. What's going on, sir? How you doing? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be doing a lot better if Cody Rhodes ends up in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah! <laughs> Let me tell you, if, if, if that happens, I will ejaculate in my shorts. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. You can take, take that to money to the bank, brother. Yes. But uh, um, if he does wrestle Seth that night one, that's just so lame. And it you know, is lame. Like, and oh, but like when he came back, his first feud was with was with Seth, and he got injured, and it like kind of like so they're fucking spinning it already, baby. Yeah. You know exactly <laughs> what they're going to do. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Well, you know, I, it, it, I could see Roman having a double header like night one and night two, but then who do you put first and second? Because the you know, what if The Rock put Roman over night one and then he had to wrestle Cody the second night? Is that too big the first night and then not big enough the second yeah, night? Yeah, uh, Cody Mac first. That point. The, Cody can't complete the story to go on further to be the next guy if he's the first act. You have to be the second act. You have to close out the show being that guy. So as much as it would make sense almost to have Roman work two nights, it can't really be done like that. And it's just if, if Cody beats him after The Rock beat him, then he's beating a guy who wrestle two nights in a row blah 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 so then there's like you know if he does win the belt then it's like with an asterisk you know assistance from the rock you know what i mean and i think i think what will happen is the rock does win the belt of mania but that's that's just it's so poor for long-term stuff and what happens when like the writer strike and actor strike goes away and he has more land to buy in hawaii somewhere after <laughs> eating a 17 course meal of babies with oprah and chanting to whatever God that fuels his uh, movie career, you know? So I, I don't see like the WWE thing being a long-term thing yet. You know, now that he showed up, you know, it feels like the only thing they could do with him is the Roman thing. But does it have to be at Mania? Could it be at Survivor Series? Could it be at Royal Rumble? That's, that, that's Cody's spot, Survivor Series well, and Royal Rumble. Well, well what, it, what I couldn't imagine, say, like the Rock, beat Roman before Mania at one of those two pay-per-views. Right. And then The Rock versus Cody at Mania, that just seems like Cody would be so outclassed and outnamed that 
if he were to go over on the rock, nobody would, he just wouldn't buy it. Like when you see him pin Lesnar or win, beat Lesnar in those stupid ways that they'd had them, he has to go over. We painted ourselves into a corner, but the wins are so phony that nobody fucking buys them. Like an NCAA champion not realizing his shoulders are on the mat because he's got him in a kuda muda fuda fuda forearm and can't he put, oh, I forgot my shoulders from him. That doesn't happen to a, a UFC champion, an NCAA champion. That ain't happening. So just to make him, you know, Brock look foolish, like they, were they going to do that to The Rock too? Like, oh, he just happened to be the better man that night. Now Cody's the champ. Because had Cody won the belt back at Mania 39, he would have already lost the belt by now. Yeah, because that's not a long-term championship thing. It would have been like I got the belt and gotten out of it. Like they should have had Kevin and um, uh, Sami Zayn out of the tag belts within two months after Mania. They waited too long to do that. But um, you know, I, I, I don't. It's it's, it's the mud, the waters are getting really muddied, and I'm not sure how they're going to direct the the ship going towards Mania. But we still have a lot of time left, so it's going to be interesting to see how they navigate it and how long the rock is around for. Cause like I said, when the strikes are over, is he just going to up and disappear? And then maybe you see him like, I think Bell had mentioned a couple weeks ago, does he just show up as the 30th guy at the Royal rumble? You know what I mean? Like, and then all of a sudden, Oh, it's the rock versus, you know, whoever, or, you know, the tribal chiefs, you know, at, at WrestleMania. So who, who knows what will happen? It, it feel like there could be a million different ways you could do it, but, Without knowing what's going to happen with the strike, it's just kind of up in the air. Yeah, well, maybe maybe we can find some footage of The Rock and Hillary Clinton and Marina Abramovich, mm-hmm. you know, doing spirit cooking together since Marina Abramovich is back. And I'm sure, you know, The Rock likes to She's hang out with back. Oprah, right? He likes to hang out with <laughs> Joe Biden and that whole crew of the New World Order. Maybe we can find some fo- I'm pretty sure that The Rock was doing spirit cooking. Listen, investigate that guy right now investigate him, okay, because he likes Jay-Z. I'm sure he was hanging with Jay-Z and Lady Gaga and Kim Kardashian doing spirit cooking with Marina Abramovich. Get him out of my main event right now. Right now, okay, because we don't need that type of stuff tainting the WWE. Not that Vince McMahon ever did anything to taint the WWE. Okay, so get, get him out of the main event right now. Get Cody Rhodes back in his rightful position. Make this up. Fix what you screwed up in 39. But they're not going to do that. They're going to get The Rock over there now. And I get it. I understand it's The Rock. I get it. Right? But still, you got you got to fix this. You got to fix it now. They still have time. What are they going to do? They're going to they're gonna give... I can't see how Roman Reigns loses until Romania. If I mean, The Rock's not losing, right? The Rock's not losing to, to Roman Reigns. He's oh, not losing to Cody Rhodes, and that's of not even going to be a thing. Of course he is. He's losing Roman? Yes. There is no chance. He is coming back, and Roman, after holding this fucking title for 1,200, 1,500 days, is going to lose it to The Rock. There's no way. Dude, I, I mean, I know it sounds crazy that I'm as adamant about this as I am, but I just can't, I can't fucking believe that you would do that to Roman. Like, the whole fucking thing is that he's – the new generation he's taken over not like if 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 even if it was the rock in his prime this shouldn't fucking happen but now the rock is like fucking 45 years old out here barely can move because he's so goddamn muscular his arms are like fire hydrants it's, it's, <laughs> he was like couldn't even get it done because his arms no, are so freaking no, huge i can't yeah, possibly sorry. imagine that they would do that like that's what that's if they had too that? much <laughs> what if they had the Rock beat Roman at WrestleMania? Then the following Monday, he's like, 
You know, it was a hell of a match, and I showed everybody who the you know head of the table was. But I'm not here for a long time, so I'm going to give this belt up, and it's going to be a big tournament. And then they have a whole big tournament, and Roman Reigns wins it back. Ah, that would be that would really suck, <laughs> right? And he's, I mean, I don't know. They, they can just wrestle over the to- the tribal chief uh, uh, moniker, but I don't. That's I I think they have to keep Roman strong, right? So. How do you get the the belt off of Roman before going to to because he's losing to the Rock? I can't. He's losing to the Rock, Bells. So I, either he's gonna lose no. and not lose the title, no. or he's losing the title. One of the two. And like I, well, he's gonna lose the, the Rock. Like a, and, and what's that? No, like I was saying what's before, that? like here's like the the internet buzz speculation, right? Is that there's some match, maybe Rumble between Roman and Cody. And The Rock comes out and somehow costs cost Roman the, right. the title. That then sets up a non-title match for tw- the two of them, night one, main event, WrestleMania, presumably. That gives Cody, that. Cody, Cody somehow. The There's well, still uh, yeah, I guess, there, yeah. though. Night two without the title sounds just bizarre, even with The Rock. But yeah, all right, fair enough. Like it, it, Maybe that works out that way. But then that leaves potentially Cody for that other title you know they everyone gets a title in a participation title i guess as you mm-hmm. called it um until cm punk comes back at survivor series in chicago and uh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden cody rhodes might actually be in the andre the giant memorial battle royal <laughs> now now with Co- i think cody comes i mean um i think uh cm punk comes back he's he's gonna have a bit of a rude awakening i think they'll give him some money and they'll use him but He's not going to be the dude again like he was or whatever. What would happen if it was CM Punk versus Cody at Mania and then and CM Punk went over? I, I, I would I would literally like cry maybe and, and leave, you know, and, and go back to the hotel room and, and contemplate my life. And what <laughs> wrong demand and- a refund. <laughs> I brought my family from New York. God what damn it. the fuck? Was <laughs> I got a five-year-old crying in the car right now. Did you guys see that that footage? It's it's on Instagram of some kid uh, in the audience at a WWE show, and he sees uh, uh, Cody Rhodes, and he's like Cody, and he's crying, and he's like, "I love you, Cody, I love you," and Cody's like, "Yeah, man, yeah, that's cool." <laughs> no, no emotion. I'm like, what "The fuck is wrong with you, dude?" Yeah. He probably got his just got came out of a meeting where he's getting his ass chewed for twenty minutes. Like, You're gonna lose at WrestleMania, kid. asshole. Okay, and then he goes. <laughs> And and hugs this poor kid. Listen, man, I I think the WWE has screwed up. And every time we come on here and talk about it, they give me even more reason, more reason, more fuel for the fire, ladies and gentlemen. What what, what these people have done? It's it's a travesty. It's egregious. It's, oh, it's, what's up? Well, it's it's not those people anymore, Billy Ray. Like this this story that you think is going to be finished, like uh, it got handed off to a completely different set of fucking ownership now. Like they don't have to finish right. shit, whatever right. the fuck they want. Like they, that story didn't even exist now. It just it never yeah. happened. I know you remember Cody Rhodes was in the main event of WrestleMania. It didn't happen. <laughs> but that's why you know. I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Stretch. Oh, up? I was gonna say like with Vince still kind of in charge of creative, like and you know when whenever whenever. I'm, a, a big company gets brought out by even a bigger company, and they say we're going to keep everybody in their places. That's just to quote stockholders from jumping the ship, you know what I mean? But they never end up lasting more than a year. So I can see them letting Vince get to Mania, get all your angles played out that you want to. 40 is your big salute, and we're going to take it from there. Like, you can't book the night after Raw. Once Mania is done, hit, hit the fucking bricks, you know, go retire in Florida, your big $14 million 
you know, condo that you have on the beach and just fucking call it a night. So we may, they, so the storylines may get kind of to mania, but you know, definitely like the Roman one has to be paid off. That's just been so long to not see a payoff would be like just such a fucking waste of like the last three years of TV. The Cody one, I can see them burying it with some other things saying, well, this is my new story now, you know. And to boot, to boot, Cody Rhodes is number 10 on the PWI 500 list. 10. Num- num- <laughs> <laughs> number, number 10 behind, behind Orange Cassidy, who was number 7. Now, I wanted to explode when I saw that. Why? It's a fucking absolutely completely made up list. Yeah, of course. Wrestling is made up. That's not the point, Stritz. The point is... So pretend he's number one. It's the same exact thing. Okay? And and, and Orange Cassidy is number seven. And I think it's a problem. Okay? And Seth Rollins is number one. I think that's a problem. Uh, I was like, why is he number one? What the hell did he do? He won the participation trophy. All right, so give me your top ten. In in the world of Mecca G. Cody Rhodes, number one. Why? Because he had the most inspirational match of the year with a torn peck, beating a, 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 a what is he it? Lost. Seth Rollins. He walked like, into the Royal like Rumble. Years. He walked into the Royal Rumble and won the Royal Rumble. Won the Royal Rumble. Threw out Gunther. Said Gunther, come here. Smacked him in the face. Threw him right out like he was nothing. And everybody else is all he did that shit. And then he went to WrestleMania, and he got robbed. Of the WWE title. And then he beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar for three months. Okay? So, yeah, he's number one. <laughs> and he's been doing nothing but uh, promos, like, ever since. What do we want to talk about? <laughs> oh. Yo, that's that's the that's the marker there. I'm, I'm waiting. It's I not am a terrible waiting. resume when you put it. I am waiting. It's not a terrible resume, actually. I really do. Now, all jokes aside, I really do think he should have been number one. Right? But, um, no. but. I think so. I mean, that's not saying much. Like, I mean, what do we have here? You know, like Orange Cassidy made the top 10. Like, explain that shit. Because he, he was a titled wrestler who had 45 matches and they put him over every time. I guess so. Right. I guess so. Uh, um, uh, Hijo del Vikingo, right? Like, he, he had, yeah. he didn't top 10. Yeah. I was like, all right. Like, I mean, I, I'm glad that they're giving the, 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 the Triple H Mega Championship some, some shine here, right? And some importance. But I, I don't know if this guy deserved it. Out, out of all the champs that, that have held that belt, I don't think anybody's made it that high in the PWI 500. You know, so what's what's the difference now? You know, and then we got uh, John Moxley at number three. I mean, why is Seth Rollins over him? I, and I'm not a huge Moxley fan. I mean, but but at least he's been holding it down at AEW, right? They keep giving him the belt every time somebody screws up. They hey, yeah. Go to Right, they'll give it to him for now. It's the backup plan. Right, right. You know, so I mean, I guess Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns doesn't even wrestle anymore. He just holds the belt. He's not even on TV anymore. It's not. He's just sitting there doing promos. He doesn't even go to the show anymore. (laughs) You know, but but like over a month since he's been on TV. It's incredible. My son was telling me that he was like, "What's going on with Roman?" I'm like, "I don't freaking know. I don't." You didn't tell him? No, I I I legit don't know. What, what was I supposed to tell him? Uh, just be like, hey, well, you know, he texted me and said he was going to make the show. He's got other shit to do. You said he can't make it. Now shut up and watch the show, Junior. <laughs> yeah, for real. What the hell is your problem, kid? Go eat um, that some popcorn. 
And I don't, I don't remember who else was, uh, was in the top 10, but I know it was a disaster. Just for Orange Cassidy to be in the top 10 of anything is a disaster. Listen, like, just keep, it's another thing that needs to be kept off my freaking television. Now that he's not a champion, maybe I can stomach him a little bit better. You know, but I, I am not a fan of that guy. Anyway, Sour B. Sour B should have been in the top 10. For sure. Probably. And probably. Yeah. Tell him something, yeah. Sour B. Well, yeah, Roman should have been number one. Roman's right. the goddamn head of the table. He's literally the center of the fucking wrestling universe. He's the number one biggest, most decorated champion on the number one biggest, greatest wrestling fucking program still, as far as I'm aware. So, yeah, it should be Roman 100% of the time. And, like, Seth Rollins, like, yeah, all right, he's got a title. And I, I know they use like kayfabe statistics to to make this or to justify the bullshit that they print whatever um like all right so seth rollins has had this title and he's done all this stuff like as far as i'm concerned he's having the least interesting run of his career right now it is like there was shield rollins cool there was turned on the shield rollins all right wasn't like what wasn't like the most compelling thing at the time but like in retrospect it was a nice chapter in in his run then there was kind of uh white power ranger seth rollins like when he was doing that gimmick and he was fighting cena and they were double title and john stewart like ruined what was one of the best main events that they'd put on in like probably a decade at that point um and and you know there was all this stuff kind of going on here all right fair enough what what's he doing now like he's like i don't know so he's adam rose like uh like uh, he's adam rose like this is adam rose like he just doesn't have the fucking rose butts uh, that's to me what what his character appears to be at this point in time um, since he married Becky Lynch, I feel like this has been a problem. They're like the Jay-Z and Beyonce at WWE. Like since they got married, like they don't even give a fuck about their records anymore. Everything they've put together out together since they were together has been trash. I know Billy Ray's gonna pretend like Jay-Z's not a great rapper because he doesn't like him personally. Um, but before he married Beyonce, all the shit was was fucking fire. All of it. Reasonable doubt. Blueprint, blueprint two, black album. All shit was dope. And then Beyonce married, boom, done. Everything's title is like a thing, I guess. I don't know. It's fucked up. The world is fucked up. I lost right. myself in my own rant there. I'm sorry. You you, you said it. I'm out of you, I'm you out of breath. breath. You brought it up. <laughs> you you brought it up, so you take the blame for the next five to ten minutes of, of what I'm about to do. Nice. All right. Jay-Z is the Triple H <laughs> of professional wrestling. Ooh, okay. Right. Jay-Z Jay is, is the Triple H of hip-hop, all right? The most overrated uh, uh, a rapper in the history. He's the most overrated act in That's music. Silly. You're being silly. I mean, far and beyond. <laughs> You're being Without See, this doubt. is why I didn't get into like a whole hate on Taylor people, Swift diatribe at the beginning of the show because I don't want to look talk, silly. You're being silly. I'm trying to stop. You, you mentioned reasonable doubt. No one gave a damn about reasonable doubt when it came out. It went gold just barely. People had to tell everybody, go back and buy reasonable doubt. Volume one was trash. Yeah, Sorry. volume one wasn't his best. One. It was trash. All right. I have that album. There was some. There were some high points in it. DJ Premier did a, a, a million and one questions is one of the greatest beats ever, right? There were some high points, but the album was trash, right? Volume two Fine. was, uh, was, was, uh, that was hard knock life. That was Jay-Z's biggest hit. Can I get right? it? And, and, and it sold about in an era when, when records were selling five, 10, 10 million diamond, all eyes on me, a life after death. DMX did it like in two albums in six months. It sold the same like diamond. 
Jay-Z can only muster up four million with his biggest hit. Okay. Then came volume three. That was also trash. It had some high points, but it was trash overall. Only went double platinum. Okay. Then the blueprint come. No, no, no. Then he had Rock La Familia, which was trash. Wasn't that totally. volume three? No. Oh, then, you're right. Dynasty right. album. Okay. Yeah. Right. Then uh, uh, um, uh, the blueprint comes out. On yeah. 9-11, on yeah. September 11th, 2001. It's a coincidence, right? I'm and, sure. And they, they, they grabbed that album and catapulted like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Since it's the day album. it came out, it only, it's to this album. day, has sold 2 million copies world freaking wide. Okay? Great and the album. only reason that album is as half as good as it is is Kanye West. Prove me wrong. Produced, he produced almost him and, and just played Right. And, and I think no ID had a couple of tracks in there or whatever. Right. And then the black album, black album was dope. Got to fall back. It was dope. Right. And, but that was black album was great because of Pharrell. And again, Kanye West, right. Kanye West is responsible for the second half of Jay-Z's career. After that, Jay-Z fell the hell off. There's nothing. There's been nothing after that, but people say he's the greatest. There was never a Jay-Z era. Just like there was never a Triple H era. It does not exist. It does not exist. Prove me wrong. Anybody. Anybody. There is no Jay-Z era. It was always, it was, it was big. It was Pac. It was Eminem. It was DMX. It was Nelly. It was Outkast. You name it. Somebody was topping Jay-Z. But all of a sudden, he's the greatest of all time. Because if they say something enough, you buy into it. Just like Triple H is supposed to be the greatest of all. One of the greatest the champions king. of all time. Oh, Thanks, my God. King Triple of kings. Anyway, go ahead. I'm, that, was, that, that was your fault, Bello. You did that. You did that. <laughs> You're all silly. right, Strange. You're go just ahead. a silly person. It's, it's I'm nice a silly person. You're a silly Give me person. your thoughts, sir. Go ahead. Not necessarily on Jay-Z, just on what yeah, the, on Bello please. was. Please. Yes. Go ahead, sir. I, I, I like Skilo. <laughs> I remember I that. He's pretty dope. Bells doesn't know who that is. Bells, Bells is... But Bells needs to get 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 a couple of classes on that. But but I, I feel you, Striz. I, 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 I always liked hip hop, but I never paid much attention past Cool Mo D. Well, you, you haven't missed much. Yeah, I, I didn't everything I thought I would. So Wu Tang, Wu Tang is the greatest. I never got into Wu Tang, but like I like their shit. But like I never bought any of it. Mm. I, I'm the cheapest man alive. So that's reason number one. <laughs> but um, you know, it just. Sometimes I found their lyrics really hard to understand. And when, like, before the days of the internet, you couldn't just go on there and, like, read the lyrics. So mm -hmm. it was like, it just kind of flew by me. But, like, I like them, like, retrospectively now. Whenever I hear it, I'm like, oh, man, that's fucking good. But I, I wasn't into, like, Hameen, who was, like, the biggest Wu fan, like, ever created, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know. Well, the PWI 500 was trash. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. The first three guys with the shield on there, with right? Uh, Rollins, yeah, totally Reigns, and uh, you know, yeah, uh, Moxley. So, mm -hmm. I I don't give a fuck about the top five hundred. You know, in the um, fucking eighteen or twenty years I wrestled, besides the thirty something fucking years I've been producing wrestling, I never made the list once, not one fucking time. You know why? Why is that, Cause, sir? Because back in the day, you had to fucking all the fucking J Bros under a hundred like would pay money to be on that fucking list. 
They like send like after letters and fucking beg and plead. Oh, my mom would love to see me. I'm, fuck you. I got, I'm too busy out there actually making money wrestling. And I have the tax receipts to approve it. I, I got tax returns from WWE for three years in a row. I got them in a folder in my safe, okay? But, uh, you know, it's just it, it's just a name thing. Oh, I was 473. Oh, I was 462. I guess I'm better than you. <laughs> the, 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 the marks in the locker room, not like yeah. the real workers, but the fucking marks, and there's no shortage of them, actually get hot about that kind of shit. And it's just absolutely fucking ridiculous. There's all these names. It's all these names. It's like literally on a fucking table. Oh, well. Oh, well, I don't know. Should he be 471 or 470? God, I'm not sure. Let's debate this for a day and a half. You, you think they were like this? Okay. All right. Oh, did he send my. Okay, how much did he have? 25? All right, we'll put him up. Okay, where was he last year? All right. That's, that's it. That's the thought process that goes into it. That's it. The first top 10, they probably discussed and you know, debated on a little bit, but they have their favorites and they have the guys that will fucking clue them in and. Give him a little text jerk off every now and then. Hey, brother, saw this thing. I thought it was great. Oh, I have a hard on because a wrestler knows my fucking name and texts me every now and then. He's going to be number 15 next year. <laughs> you know, it's all fucking, it's more like just jerk off in politics and anything. Like, you, like I said, the first top 10 have to be a little bit of something that's on TV that guys that are over who have done a lot of work and who are usually booked. Favorably, you know, they're up rather than down most of their matches. So you got to have a little bit of that. But then you can throw a curveball in there. Like when Eddie Edwards was like right at the top one year, that was pretty neat because he, you know, kind of an underdog guy. A lot of people had never heard of him, but he'd been out there for years grinding and they put him, I don't even know if he was, he might have been number one one year. I'm not even sure, but it definitely was in like the top five or something. And, uh, you know, he earned the thing and it got people to talk. I remember, in fact, Smash from Demolition tweeted about it or texted about it, like saying, I can't, who the fuck is Eddie Edwards? It was like, he's the Ring of Honor world champion at the time. Like, you know, brother, he really showed your ass on that that one. And I actually, I love Smash. He's a, such a good guy, but like, I could, couldn't believe he reacted to it. Maybe he didn't send, maybe his check didn't clear to get on the list that year. Who knows? But it's just, it's so just completely made up. It's like, Fakest of the fakest of the fakest. And for people that have getting hot over it, it's just a waste of your breath. Well, shouts to Al Castle. Al Castle is, uh, he works for PWI. He's a, he's a acquaintance of mine. Uh, he was actually my professor at one point in in, uh, in Queens College. And um, for what class? Journalism. And and that's how we became friends. And he was like, I write for uh, for Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> He's been on ridiculous. the PW Hustle a few times. We should bring him Did back. Did he give good blowjobs? I don't know. Oh. I, I, I don't know. I, I would have to ask uh, uh, Big Ray about that. I, I have no idea personally. I, maybe they got together. Yeah, I don't well, know. Ray would definitely know. That's not the way I roll. You know what I mean? <laughs> might be, he might find out. He might know. Uh, but, um, but, uh, he, there was a whole panel, a whole, a whole set of people that got to vote on the PWI 500, and they got like a they got like a a, a ballot, and, and they sat down and did it, you know. And there was a whole criteria behind it. It was a whole thing. Hey, I would it's still to this day. Well, I don't know if I watch wrestling enough to be able to do it. 
But a few years ago when I was into it, I'd be like, yo, give me give me one. I'd love to to be a part of the voting and sit there and argue with people about this shit. Oh my God. How can you possibly be bothered by it? What do you mean? That freaking Orange Cassidy's numbers. <laughs> this is really sticking in his craw. He's really oh, what number is he? Seven. Seventy-six. He should have been about 76. seventy-six. About seventy-six. I'd have been happy with that. I wouldn't have co- contested it. I'd be like, you know what? That's fair. It's, mm. it, it seems as if the elections were fair and not rigged. If we want to talk about rigged, rigged elections, he got into number seven. How the fuck did that happen, guys? Come on, come on. 500 mules. How did it happen? I don't know. I mean, (laughs) this is, it's just so, it's so silly from like, you know, even just from the aspect of, hey, let's look at how all these wrestlers were booked this year and let's rank them based on how a handful of schmucks with pens in their hands decided year and right ago. You know, like, I mean, that's basically what they're doing when they're putting that kind of emphasis on titles, wins, and losses, you know, and maybe they do stuff like this, but. Scrap this nonsense where you just mark out, like, just feed the markery, like, just get rid of this altogether and put together a 500 list of indie guys that deserve a look. Like, let's do that instead. Like, fucking scour the fucking globe. Go find me indie wrestlings. Hell yeah. And there are probably a lot of them that no one's heard about that deserve somebody's attention. Go find me those guys, PWI. You tell Al. Al, look at me. Look at me, Al. Go find them. (laughs) For real. Um. All right. That's that. PWI 500. We talked about how they're robbing Cody Rhodes of of everything in the WWE. Turn the page to the next chapter. Right. What do we got after that? WWE releases, and we got your shoutouts, ladies and gents. Oh, and, and it was it was uh, very special this week. Only the sexiest of the sexy get a get a shout out this week. If you were just like halfway sexy, it didn't work out, and it was a test. It was a test. Striz decided to test you guys, and you failed, okay? And you know who you are if you fail. But those of you that passed, you guys are getting a shout-out right here on WLR on the sexiest addic- uh, the sexiest edition of WLR there ever was. It's this one right here. But let's talk about the releases. They 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 decided to get rid of a bunch of people in the WWE. And Jay Car- Cargill, I always mess up her name. I can't, I can't pronounce it. She is in the WWE now. You are in the will, um, married with children, shouts. Um, but anyway, she's in the WWE. A bunch of people are out of the WWE. What are we thinking about any, any of the major releases? Dolph Ziggler is finally gone. God bless him. I think he has a ton of money. I hope he has a ton of money. I think he put in work. Uh, he's a little underrated, in my opinion. I wish he would have. I mean, you know, he wasn't the greatest, but he was good. You know, maybe he can go over to New Japan and make some money or, or maybe go do stand-up somewhere. D- don't go back to the WWE. Don't go back to the ring. Um, and who was the other big name? Uh, what's his name? Barefoot guy. The bro. bro. Oh, Riddle. oh, yeah. Riddle. Matt yeah. Riddle got let go also. Go ahead, Br- uh, um, Bells. What's going on? Yeah, well, Riddle's just like a problem, right? And like, so it, that that was going to run its course eventually. He'll go to ADW, and they'll fucking just they'll take on another one. They don't they don't mind. They can't control the ones they have, but like, why not? Um, so that that's where he'll end up in all likelihood. Uh, yeah, and as far as Ziggler, uh, HBK zero. Um, he's uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> I wish him luck. Uh, I wish him the best of luck on his future endeavors. I suppose as long as I don't have to watch them, and I'm how happy. About, how about Jay Cargill? What do you what do you think they're gonna do with her? You think she's gonna get some burn? You think she's? I gonna think 
Yeah, I think she's got them. And I, I, I don't really know her work at all. I don't watch AEW. Certainly don't watch their trash women's division. Uh, so I haven't really been bothering. Uh, the, I, I think I actually saw it in an indie show, to be perfectly honest with you, like a long, long time ago. Um, I remember like just being like enamored with this person who was clearly like something and I had never heard of them before. So I'm fairly certain it was her. Um, I just think it's weird. Like the whole internet went to like, let's have her fight Bianca Belair. Gee, guys, why? Right. Like why? Mm. <laughs> why them specifically? God, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, we, do we need people to like? I mean, like, I, even if even if the, your first thought is like, oh, they're kind of like they're muscular, they're black women, blah blah blah. Like, all right, like, do we need people fighting their fucking clones? Like, the, the we saw the Undertaker versus the Undertaker. It didn't did. fucking. It wasn't great. Right. Okay, and then we saw the Undertaker first Kane, which was good because the characters were like you know different, a bit different. So, right. <laughs> like, there's that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean she she's she'll add a cool element to it. The women's division that desperately needs some like new faces that you know can you know there's there's only so much that they could do with Raquel Gonzalez for the time being. I want to see Carg uh, Jade whatever the hell beat the crap out of, of Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah, right. is mean, it like, Rodriguez like, now? Ruthlessly, okay. like beat the crap out of her, like like mercilessly, like a total demolition of. I I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not into that chick. Well, I, there's something about her I don't like. What's up? No, I'm glad you said that because if they're building Nia Jax up to get fucking steamrolled by Jade Cargill when she comes in, like I like all of this. I'm I'm, I'm like too. fucking game for all. Like Nia just goes on this rampage. All of a sudden, oh my god, who's this? And she like fucking Lex Luger slams and slams her in the middle of the ring. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Lex Luger slams. They're gonna do it on the Intrepid. They're right, gonna do right. it on the Intrepid. Let's do it right here. I'd love to see it. Oh, boy. I just saw a whole documentary. It was 15 minutes on Lex Luger's failed push in the WWE. Somebody did it on YouTube. I wish I had the name because it was fantastic. It was, it was very fun. I don't even know why I started watching it. I was like, I don't even have time to do anything. And I started watching that. I'm like, oh, let me watch this about Lex Luger from fucking 80 years ago. <laughs> anyway. All right, Striz, what are you thinking about the Terrible. releases, about the, about people coming in to the WWE? What are you thinking? Any notable? Well, first of all, I was doing jobs back in the day when there was Undertaker versus Undertaker. I was there for the whole buildup, and Taker used to put on the makeup for the other dude, and it was crazy. It was, and it was you could tell as they were building it up, it was going to suck. So there's no the surprise. Can you tell us they're sitting there doing the makeup? They're like, uh, like, why are we doing this? Yes. <laughs> they were completely like, well, it's a gig. But uh, I can't remember the dude's name. He was in Prime East Time Brian, Brian Yeah, Brian Lee. Yeah. They were like best of buds for a long time, he and Taker. So I guess he got him the job. But yeah, it, it sucked. I mean, they're both dead. They both don't fucking sell each other shit. What are you going to get out of this? It's stupid. Mm-hmm. So they look alike. Big fucking deal. Anyhow, you know, I was also there during the, the Lex Express, and Lex hated it, which was so hilarious because they made him literally take the, that bus all over the country. Over, right? So he couldn't fly to the shows. He would have to take a bus. And you know, he's like, I was on that fucking thing for 25 hours straight. <laughs> and he would bitch, and he hated it. And Bastion Booger, I don't know if you guys remember him. I remember. He was like, oh, man, you're so lucky you get to be on a last bus like that. And I, boy, I wish I could be on it. He's like, you want it? <laughs> <laughs> you can have it. He's like, I, I can't stand being on that fucking thing. But it was, oh, shit. His rule was never Next happy experience. with anything. He was never happy with anything. He could, he could have fucking shit out a gold brick and be like, meh, couldn't have been bigger. You know, <laughs> but that's those guys. But anyway, as far as releases go, it's just 
the nature of the business, it just happens every year and it's just cyclical. I'm sure guys even know, hey, oh, I'm not going to make this cut. You know, the, the writing's usually on the wall. And for like a guy like Riddle, I think they were just waiting for the right excuse. Like when they had, when they, when they let um, uh, Bellow's old roommate there go, whose name is escaping me, Enzo Amore, when they let him go, like, they, they, how you doing? They, they, <laughs> they, uh, they, they didn't want him around anyway. So uh, when the first thing came up, they, they cut him. And that's Riddle after all the problems he's had with lawsuits and, you know, all this other bullshit and drugs and crap that I'm sure as soon as they could, they were like, all right, he's gone. So right. just, the only two bad thing about that is that um, I love the stuff with Randy and they never got to have like a closing moment to kind of have that. That tag circle team, kind of thing. So, I, I yeah, love it was great. that tag team. I, that's the best it thing gave, I've seen Randy Orton ever do. It gave Randy um, a new like breath of life, which he really needed. Because I remember saying before that, like, I don't need any more Randy Orton matches in my life. But seeing him finally give into that character of that and loosen up a little bit was like just just what the doctor ordered for him. Right. And uh, we don't know if we're ever going to see him again. Maybe like, a buddy of mine thinks he's going to be like the last guy at the Rumble. To throw Cody out over the top rope, <laughs> but uh, you know, I I, I yes. pop as a motherfucker to see that happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you see RKO versus uh, the Roman, like Roman Reigns and Mania. Hey, you never know. People like Randy when he did that whole thing, so you never know what's going to happen. But yeah, that Jade Cargill. I mean, to not sign her would be a shame. I mean, just look at her. She is a living, breathing action figure, and not to mention that she's drop dead gorgeous and. Uh, as muscular as she is, and you know, she never lost her femininity. She's still very beautiful, and um, will make any person, male or female, just stop in their tracks and be like, oh "My God!" Because she's just such a statuesque work of art. Art, really. Uh, she's incredibly, incredibly green. So the performance center is really going to help her out, and I'm sure they have a whole plan with her, and keeping it very simple for the beginning, and. Let's see what she can do, and uh, let's you know try a few things here and there. Like what I'm curious with is, will they debut her on NXT while the brand is still around, or will they bring her right up to the main roster? Because even though she's been on NXT TV with like 50 losses, but uh, 50 wins before she ever lost the uh, TBS title to Chris Statlander, you know she was still incredibly green. But there's still the entire, you know, like the other 90% of WWE fans who don't watch AEW. Who will be like, who in the world is this and where did she come from? You know? Yeah. And in fact, there probably will be some people bellow at first glance that go, Bianca Belair? But, you know, it, it, no, <laughs> they don't all look the same. You know, like that stupid old <laughs> expression. You know what I mean? You, they're like, but I'm sure they will have to do that because they can't help but pick on scabs and like be like, oh, well, they have to wrestle each other. Or well, they have to be a tag team. You know, they look like tag them up or make them fight each other. But how about you keep them on separate brands, at least for now? and yeah, people have their own careers. You know what I mean. She needs to be a monster and just roll. She needs to be like a. Oh bunny. yeah, yeah. They have to have roll her be like whoever you ride. Like they did with Oscar. Like they made Oscar undefeated. Like they like Jade was in in, in uh, AEW. She was undefeated for fifty matches. So you know they could yeah. definitely do something. I mean, it's not like you as a casual fan you'd be flipping through the channels and not believe that that woman could beat anybody in the locker room. Right, right, right. Like Raquel, whatever her name is. Right, Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't mind Ra Raquel Rodriguez. It's just I can't stand the back pose that she does twice She's every match. Happy. And yeah, she has like the but biggest that's the thing, in the that's world. The thing, dude. That's not coming from her. She never did that in NXT. She always had the the mean scowl. I'm a tough person. 
And I can, I can hear Vince say it because I know he did this with Ronda Rousey and The Rock. When you go out there, I want to see a big smile. Let him see you smile. I can hear his voice saying, Raquel, when you go out there, you have such a beautiful smile. I want to see that smile. So she's out there going, my boss wants me to smile. And you know what I mean? Like, hey, it's paying the bills. You know what I mean? I'll go out there and smile for 15 minutes. You know, I'll do my back pose twice every, you know, does it in the aisle way that goes in the ring? Does it again? It's like, well, Rhea's back looks better than that. Maybe you don't want to do that when you're in the ring with Rhea. <laughs> but hey, what do I do? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, D Extreme MWE has been killing it in the chat today. Nothing but nothing but relevant posts. As opposed to A Track Brown, who said a lot of nonsense about Jay Z, like he didn't live in New York. <laughs> And other nonsense track. that you know, just dumb shit. So I didn't even post any of it. Um, but but DX Extreme, that dude, shouts to you and everybody else in the chat. What's going on? What's going on? All right. So now we're gonna do it. The sexiest of the sexy, ladies and gentlemen, the eleven eleven boys, present to you the sexiest shout out session in the history of shout out sessions. Now, Striz, yeah, I tried to I tried to tell him I was like, Striz, don't do this, don't do. But he's like, no. We gotta weed out the unworthy. <laughs> we gotta do it. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there, and I was like, but, but Striz, you know. And he was like, no, and he just shut me down, and that was the end of it. So I didn't, I didn't challenge anymore. I was like, that's it. I'm not gonna challenge Striz. And you guys failed. You failed. But, but there are the worthy, the true, the sexiest of the sexiest that made the the road call today. Striz, what's up? What we doing? Hold on for well, a second. Let me share my screen with you guys so we can, all right. we can get it all. all right, Tell well, me what's first, up. Right, I, I, I wanted people to put a little skin in the game now on WLR. No more like the tweet and get a shout. That's done. <laughs> if I want to have 48 shout outs, we can do that all night long. I want to get the real nitty gritty. I want to get, right. boil this down to the boiling point of who can who will go out there and make a complete ass of themselves just so we say their name on a podcast? Well, or you can say it's the dudes and girls with the biggest set of balls to put themselves out there like that. You know, I thought I was the mean one. Sure, 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 sure got motherfuckers out here embarrassing themselves on the whole internet. Like, That's I, right. <laughs> and then you know why? Because the internet's forever, and we can always hold all these guys up. You know, like one day we'll no, nah, really. Our dude showed up. Well, I, I got. I got to yeah, say, you know, did. it's funny because last week I did. A, I did a question that never came to be because we took the week off due to scheduling conflicts uh, that Billy Ray had, um, and uh, <laughs> never ne neither here nor there at the moment. And I put the question out there: we're going to give Billy Ray a new nickname. I largely put a question out there because I kind of figured that our audience uh, just wouldn't give us very good answers, and I was right. Um, so we canceled the show. It was they were that bad. Um, <laughs> First time ever. I just needed them to all recognize that like we're the talent and they're the marks, and uh, that line needed to just be reestablished. Some people are getting a little too comfortable. So that said, um, <laughs> I was proven wrong this week, of course, because Striz is like, hey, sing fucking theme songs. And these motherfuckers are busting guitars out. Yeah. And like, I think there was a ukulele involved in one of them. Like, I don't one even guy know. Ran, but yeah, one guy was on a unicycle. It's, it's it's amazing <laughs> these, these these talented motherfuckers. Right. Uh, Billy Ray, you're gonna have to step your game up. Right. No, so I don't know if I I don't know if I can do it, Bells. Quite frankly, I don't know if I can. I mean, I'm a pretty sexy man. I've been told by many many females that I that I'm a very sexy man. Um, but 
Uh, I I just I don't think I can match up to the sexiness of the people that 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 put out tweets and decided to get the roll call here on WLR. I just don't right. think I'm as sexy as these people are. Right. So I don't think I can do it. Go ahead, Stris. Tell me. What's All right. Saying. Okay. Well, like I said, from going on, we're going forward from here. It's only the people who have the, who put the skin on the game will get their names out there. Oh wait, no, don't go, don't do Bobos first. We have okay. a lot of that one. All right. I want you to go to Jay Reezy Min. He's the first one that that. Like always, he's always the first dude to. Well, not there, there he is. He just passed. There he is, right there. He he came in, <laughs> and he, if you want to go, make sure his volume is up when you start, because he goes yeah. right into it. So I haven't started him yet. So just tell me when to start it. All right, go ahead. We're gonna start it right now and see if everybody can hear uh, Jay Reesman's favorite wrestling theme song. Okay. Staying by Jay Reesman. Cut the chatter. You ain't talking money, then you talk, it don't matter. Ching, ching, bang, 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 Holding on to that's his where the box stops. One more time, one more. That's how I elevated to claim my own throne. Cause that's in my blood. Call it homegrown. Poetry, yes. Testosterone. Oh, I need you, Poppy. I'm really mad at the king's hobby. If you want to play as a special honey, then you smell my clothes called brand new money. Make me make a million dollars. hood racks and brand new money. That's right. Pimping her right. Now, now, originally, I, I, I would have been happy with ten seconds. That that was incredible. <laughs> oh, now he's, he's going God. into the fourth, the, the the very rare fourth verse of that. All right. That was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. There it is, and he's in seen it all. Entire life. He's been that to the was... ice wall. Everybody. Wow. So, I mean, wow. Gonna... All right. Now we're gonna. Okay, I'm gonna have you scroll. I want you to go to Man Deer. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the Billy sexiest Ray, not camera. To, not to play backseat yeah, producer. Yeah, there he is right this, there. This Twitter, this uh this chat that's up here. What's yeah. that, buddy? Oh, I'm sorry, man. What'd I leave there? You oh, left the DX Extreme is hanging out still. Boom. There you go. Hey, oh. you can see me now. Yes, All right, yeah. So here we are with Mandir as he does a cover of Ryback. Hit it. Oh man. This is gonna be dope. Bring up that volume nice and loud. Feed me. More. That was awesome. Amazing, amazing, yep. amazing yep. stuff. Don't Man, dear, right. super now, sexy. The sexiest chimera ever in the history the of best. chimera. The best chimera I've ever met. What right, now we're going to go to, we're gonna go to Dan Heffron now. I saw Heff. All right. There he goes. Uh, yeah, there he is right there. Okay. Now, Dan goes way back in the old school. And by mm -hmm. the way, he... He's the one who's actually playing guitar in this. Cause yeah, I was gonna, Dan, Dan cheated. Dan just found an excuse to show off the fact he could play fucking yeah. Rush songs on his guitar. Yeah. And, and hats <laughs> off to him. Bravo, Hef. Yeah. So he's, he's doing Kerry Von Erich's old entrance music back in Texas when he used to come out to uh, Rush's uh, Modern Day Warrior. Let's hear it. Yo, this is dope, Hef. Hold on for a second. For the Wednesday locker room. That's right. Shout out. I'm going to say that my... Well, hold on. I got I got excited there and I gave it a heart and then it stopped. Give me a second. All right, here we go. 
for the Wednesday locker room shout out. I'm going to say that my favorite theme song was from Kerry Von Eric, Modern Day Warrior, and he used the theme song from Rush, Tom Sawyer. Ooh, ooh, God ooh. damn. Mm. <laughs> Dude, how killer yeah, was that? That, that was, was so that dope. Was amazing. Jay Z can't do that. No. Jay Z cannot do that in a million years. Probably not. Huff, <laughs> good. That was fantastic, huh? That was, that was great. He's got Thank 99 so problems, much, and that happens to be one of them. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> At least one of them. All um, right. Next, we're going to Dr. Guitar. I saw Doc, Doc, Doc Guitar somewhere. That's I called right. him Doc Doc. That's your new name. They go, Kate. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I can find him. No, you know what? Wait, stop right there. We'll, we'll do K Bob Tech before we go to uh, Dan Heffron. All okay, right, K Bob. Is his shout out this week, and he's doing Brian Danielson's. <laughs> this Go is going to be amazing. Hold on. By, by the way, he didn't. For the people who can't see this, you can't see his face, but you can see his Adam's apple jumping up and down, which is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oh my gosh. That's that was great. Europe all day tomorrow on my iPod now. On my on my phone. <laughs> that's gonna be my new ringtone. <laughs> that was dope. Uh, up next, we're gonna go uh, over to Dr. Guitar now. K Bob, that was fantastic. Yeah, that was great, dude. Thanks very much. All right, where's Doc Fantastic? Where is where is there he is right that? there? The doctor. No, I'm, I'm not even gonna um tell you what it is. It's just obvious when he starts playing. Let's bring it back to the beginning. Get that volume up really high, and let's hear from uh, from Dr. Guitar. Ooh. Fantastic. Mm. Degeneration! Awesome. Very nice, incredibly sexy guitar That's playing. Great. Wasn't that fantastic? Incredible. That was, that was dope. That was now incredible. We, we I were, remember when we were in high school that and and Degeneration X had just came out. There was this rumor that um, Rage, Rage Against, Against the, Machine the Machine did that yeah. song, and I was like, "That's not Rage Against the Machine, but it's pretty cool." Yeah. Uh, awesome song. Inspired by yes, right, right, sure. right. Heavily, the doc yeah. did it. Doctor Guitar, thank you, buddy. That was dope. All right, now we we've heard five of the six so far. We've heard from Jay Reesyman doing Shane McMahon's theme, Dan Heffron playing Kerry Von Eric's theme on guitar, which was great. Speaking of guitar, Doctor X right there with DX's theme song, which sounded fantastic. Amandir doing the Ryback song and K Bob Tech with Brian Danielson. But now is the uh, climax, if you will. If you go scroll up to the one true Bobo, that's right. And he, as he does the <laughs> song, 
of the <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. Go ahead and bring yeah. it on. I'm going to have you play it twice, but first we'll play it up first and then add something I want to say. And you, you know, I, this is the first time I see any of these. Uh, this is legit reactions to all. Greatest of these video because his kids in the background I know. smashing on some pineapple while his dad, bro, the dad is singing. So go ahead, let's bring it back. Here we go. There was a little bit of Jack Black in there. That was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Now that that wins this week's. uh, shout outs right there. Bobo is number one. I'm going to have him play it again, but here's what I want everybody to hear first. He's not singing the Ultimate Warriors theme song. You know what he's doing? What? That's his own theme song. He's singing Bobo, 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 Bobo. Go ahead, play it again. You, you, you'll hear it right in the song. Go ahead. <laughs> he's clearly saying Bobo. I don't think he is, but he is now. <laughs> Yo, the look on the little Bobo's face is fucking. Oh, he's good over there eating. He's good. He's like yeah. he's feeling the show over there. My yeah, dad, yeah. maniac. Let me eat these fruit roll up. <laughs> you know me as well. And there now, it is, guys. There I thought is. everybody was dope. Yeah, everybody was, was fantastic, yeah, really. but this guy right here. That's my favorite right here. You got the oh, in the you talking money, then you talking oh. That's right. Killed it. That was fantastic. Right. We gotta right. get we gotta get him and 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 Dr. Guitar together to do something. Right? <laughs> no. Hey, listen, man, and with um Mandir playing guitar too, there's no reason Mandir, Dan Heffron, and, and Dr. Mandir plays bass. Together. Got some vocalists. Yeah. We got some. We need a drummer. Somebody out there. We need to find a drummer. Yeah. yeah, and then we're gonna have ourselves the Eleven Eleven band. Fantastic! That was incredible. They can be our house band when we go to do live podcasting in front of gigantic groups of people. Love it. That'd be great. Okay, bells. What's your favorite theme? Dong. That's it. That's all. That's all you need. Y'all know exactly. Y'all know about the dong. Don't fucking Billy <laughs> Ray fucking definitely knows about the dong. Don't even pretend you know. <laughs> Everybody knows the dong. Yeah, I've seen it. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> right, a- how, about, how about you, Strays? Uh, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Real American, Hulk Hogan. Of course. Of course. You know, uh, uh, Real American is is the greatest theme song in the history of professional wrestling. I don't think that could be argued, man. Like, you want to argue that point? I, I don't know how. I there's a couple of others. Stone Cold Steve Austin with the shattered glass. Oh, that's right? a great one. Yeah, you can you can make an argument for that. Um, I I don't know what else. Uh, 
I don't think the Undertaker song, I mean, it's legendary, so, but I don't think it matches up to those two. They still play, um, they played it like college football games for no reason whatsoever. Like it's just, it's <laughs> that, it's that good. Um, but Jericho's a song few is, is, is dope. Uh, it, it's a legendary song. Jer- Jericho's song is legendary as well. Um, just to throw it back a little bit, uh, uh, Backstreet USA. I think it's fantastic. Backstreet. Bad, bad Street. Bad Street. Yep. Love it. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, Common Man Boogie is, is one of my favorites. <laughs> That's now. a good one. Um, you know which one is the very underrated one that you never hear anybody talk about, but it's absolutely fantastic. And I used to drive with this thing on full blast because it would make my my thinking juices work. Was that Gold Dust? Gold Dust was good. Yeah, it was fantastic. All the instruments and just takes takes yeah, it to a whole new level. Um, there was another one I was going to mention. Believe it or not, Stardust's song was actually really, really good too. I don't remember it. I don't either. Yeah, was, I don't remember. It was fantastic. Huh. Um, I am looking for something right now, Lucas. What do you I like? The uh, CM Punk had Kill Switch Engage. Like I think it's his first song. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Uh, not one of my favorites. I mean, we're not we're not getting into like the all time. I mean, HBK singing his own is fucking great. Like that's yeah. always that's always classic. Yeah, I, I love the original even a little bit better though. Bells with Sensational Sherry singing it was great, and then when he really? dumped her, they retaped it with his voice, and it was it. Became the classic, but when Sherry sang it, and it's on there, you can find it on YouTube. Give it a oh, listen; sure. it's, it's fantastic. I, I had recorded it. one, and I I can't find it, but maybe we'll play it next week. Um, I, I recorded uh, um, me and A Track Brown. We had a, a a show for like two episodes called Less Sex Guides after um, after Chris Jericho and I forgot whatever his name Sammy is. Sammy Guevara. Yeah, so we 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 copied that because we thought it was great, and we could, we had a so called wrestling show called The Sex Guys, and I I recorded Shawn Michaels' theme, and uh, and and it it was fantastic, and I was gonna play it here for you guys, but I can't find it. It was dope. <sighs> it was dope. I just remembered I was like, uh, uh, I think I said Billy Ray's cute. Billy Ray's cute. A track is sexy, something like that. It was dope. It was it was really good. It went along with the song and everything. Uh, I got to find it and I'll play it for you guys. But no, Real American is the greatest theme of prof- in professional wrestling history. Shouts to Gangrel's song that was fantastic. Jim Johnson is the best, hands down. There'll Agreed. never be another. Uh, just put together oh, with my baby tonight. I also loved very much. Jake the Snake, Jake the Snake Roberts theme is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Roddy Piper's third theme was my favorite of all his themes. Um, I don't know who did that. Uh, oh, the fucking man song is great. Yeah, Hollywood mm-hmm. Hogan, good fucking Hendrix. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, that that That's was great. But right, um, um, uh, what is it? Uh, American Made is one of the worst theme songs ever made. Do you <laughs> realize? And, well, this one. Well, hey, wait a minute. Uh, What's up? Cody Rhodes prefers that to Real American, and that's Fuck that. So now you know what. After after hearing some dumb shit like that, The Rock should main event WrestleMania. It was the right decision in WrestleMania 39 not to give this dude the title for saying some dumb shit like that. That's it. It's done. That's it. it. It's somehow you've managed to erase this from my mind. Uh, I didn't want to be the one to tell you about Christmas, but I mean. Ridiculous. You're old enough now where I feel like you can handle that. (laughs) So what do you want to talk about, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? (laughs) (laughs) Cody Rhodes has been eliminated. (laughs) 
Jesus. I can't believe it. He was the first man out. No, and and American males is one of the worst themes ever in the history of 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 wrestling. Uh, what else? They had they had a, a, the natural Dustin Rhodes. That was a horrible theme. Uh, man, WCW had horrible, horrible themes. Uh, uh, even, even the Although, Steiner Brothers theme where people dug it, but I thought that was bad. That the Steiner eyes. My my Steiner wife's Steiner. favorite um theme is a WCW theme. It's oh, Ron Simmons's old theme. I don't, don't step to, It's called Don't Step to Ron. I don't know the lyrics. And she can do them backwards and forwards. I can't believe I forgot the best theme music. Like I, I, I'm changing my answer. This one's so good. Mark Henry's theme music. Fucking beat him up, beat him yeah, up, break his one. neck, break his neck. That shit is so great. Yeah. When I used to play fucking games, like 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 when I actually played like the, the WWE 2K games or whatever it was, mm-hmm. Mark Henry's theme song was inevitably always my theme song. Awesome. It just the song just fucking got me every time. That's How about great. Jive Soul, bro? Jive Soul, bro. Was one of my, that song is legit, like funky as hell. Mm-hmm. Like I want to, I want to get a good version of it because I can only find the YouTube version that's all scratchy and stuff. Um, Jericho's theme was dope. Um, who else? Triple H's one of Triple H's themes was pretty cool. The the my time, the guys from DX, the day yeah. that, that that was, was good. Cool. That was a good theme. Um, what else? What uh, else? It's like a Motorhead one is great. Like the game. Oh, Mick Foley. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that one. I don't know. Got the people gone. It was it was too happy for me. I always I I don't know. Happy Mankind was cool, but I always my, my favorite incarnation of of Mick Foley was Cactus Jack. What about Two Love when it was like Hey? Two Love was dope. Hey, love hey, hey. Yeah, that was Jim Johnson too, who made that song. That was a dope song. He's like, all I did was, I think I, I asked him about it when I when I interviewed him, and he was like, yeah, it was the Bee Gees. I was just doing the Bee Gees, you know. Yeah. Like, How do we copy the Bee Gees? And that's the way he did it. That was just yeah. dope. Um, the Gangrel song is great. Mm-hmm. Um, Edge's song is pretty cool. We had a million Alter bridge. Songs. The Alter Bridge one with "On This Day." Okay, I can see clearly. The newest one is dope. Um. John Cena's song is really cool. And that's it, right? That's did you it. like the last Cena song or did you like basic thugonomics better? Basic thugonomics is really good, but but the 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 legendary Cena song is the one we with him rapping on it is just Yeah. And what was the other one? Um damn now you made me forget. There was something sorry. Else. Oh well, it is what it is. That's WLR this week, the sexiest of the sexy, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to be among the ranks of the illustrious, if you want to be super sexy like Jay Riz and Mandir and Dr. Guitar and everybody else and Bobo, you know what I mean? You know what you got to do when the Striz puts out a test? You got to pass it. You got to get at least a 65, at least. And then we might consider it the 1111 boys, ladies and gentlemen. Fantastic show today. I thought, if I may say so myself, Mr. The Andrew Bello, the God of Thunder, Sour B. Tell these people where they can find you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to give uh, give the 1111 audience, uh, I guess, a, a little dap this week. A rare, a rarity from the, your God of Thunder. But thank you all for contributing to the show this week. It was fucking fantastic. And uh, mm-hmm. obviously, we all got a kick out of it. And as soon as we sign off, we're all going to fucking laugh about it. Um, so, <laughs> no kidding. Um, find me on the machine. Or X, sorry. Find me on the X at... Oh, that's T H to the E A N to the D R E W B E double L O. 
Um, I had COVID a couple weeks ago. My shoulder's all fucked up. I'm not in a great headspace currently other than this show at the moment. Um, <laughs> so music has been uh, few and far between for me recently, but I'm getting back to it. And you can find me on the YouTubes, the Andrew Bello there as well. Fantastic. Striz, what you got, sir? Uh, not a lot. Uh, next Tuesday, we'll, I'll try to think of something by then to make people embarrass themselves on the internet for, so we can say their name online and uh, make it kind of interesting at the same time, hopefully. So if you're not following me, follow me at stranglersteve underscore and uh, we'll try it out. And if you didn't uh, listen last week on uh, the Friday Locker Room, I had to do a pop-in because Ben Hamid needed a second, and I happened to have been home when we recorded, so I popped on that, and I let people were saying it was the best Friday locker room ever. In so uh, I'm not sure if, he is, if it's on channel latitude or where it is, but if you ask Ben Hamid at Ben underscore Hamid, I'm sure he'd love to send you a link to it. So give it a listen. So okay. by the way, during that episode, Stevie uh, Richards comes on and fucking absolutely does a promo about uh, three agents in AEW. It was scorching. Wow. I'm quickly seeing in the, in the chat here, Collins requesting the nicknames from last week. So I'm going to run them off here real quick. I managed to pull them up. So Colin provided a few. How you doing? These are uh, alternate nicknames for Billy Ray. Uh, we got free world. Willie, uh, Billy like race, Billy Ray swollen time. I, uh, I don't know that that one certainly doesn't apply. Nor does this one. Billy the hung. Billy um, Dunn. That's I right. I, I love that one. Not you sure why that. Colin's so fixated on hold your physique on, on, and uh, private stop, parts, but stop hey. Trying to, stop trying to throw it under the rug. I want to know who was that the, was Colin. That was Colin? That's all Colin so far. Of course it was. Why did I even doubt that? Mystery school level. I mean, all the mysteries. He's got them mastered. He knows all of that stuff. 100%. Genius level. Go ahead. What we else? also got from Jay Reezy Min, uh, the lone Latino. Uh, that's cool. That's cool, Jay Reezy. I'm gonna I'm that gonna circle back to Gammy. I'm gonna circle back to Gammy because this one's that one's hilarious for a whole different reason. Uh, Bobo gave us the flat Earth phantasm. Love flat it. Earth. Yeah, I like it too. Um, Craig Yeh gave us the real bad bunny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I can Um Dan Heffron. Um, the conspiracy theorist who keeps it real, all in quotes. That's right. Love it. Uh, Mandir with the Valentine kid, just combining previous nicknames all into one. I like it. I like the efficiency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it, Josh. <laughs> Josh Floberg. We've got uh, the strategist or the thinker. And just add these on to the already existing I'm list of about. ridiculous nicknames. That's uh, another Arba, one that, that's top Arba, level mystery school. Babylonian Brotherhood, the whole deal. He's got it down. Go he's, he's got it. We got two more to go. We got um, Barba Maximo uh, with Our Truther, because I believe I signed my tweet with Our Thunderer. So we got Our Thunderer, Our Truther. The people will come up with an hour for you as well. Uh, ben Hameen chimes in with Bravo Roger Victor, which I like. I don't even know what that means, Ben. That's like BRV in uh, like military alphabet, basically. I don't like it. Fair enough. Last but not least, this one's hilarious only to the three of us. Gammy chimes in with, we've all heard of Wild Bill Curry. Now meet Wild Bill McFlurry. Love it. Especially back in the days, I would eat nothing yeah. but McFlurries with, with, with Oreos in them. 
incredible uh, fantastic we, I mean, we i'm not getting into the specifics on this one but just so you know gammy the three of us have like a mcflurry inside joke and that's yeah. just like fucking priceless that yeah that you nailed that. <laughs> i was uh, wondering did we mention that on the no, show? No, I, I, don't, I don't think we ever have but right, yeah no. and he, the, the tweet continues causing riots from the left and the right with sides of fries and a broken ice cream machine <laughs> bravo. <laughs> bravo fantastic very very nice strids are you done telling the people right you're done right i'm done you know, Bells, you know, that dude right there That's that, that that he quote unquote was sick and, you know, was out for a bit. Right. I think I think he was just avoiding me because I was trying to call him a couple of times. I went to his home. I knocked on his door. I went to his job and they said that he went to another job. All bullshit, you know, <laughs> it's just true. Of it. not a word of it. Hey, I'll catch your punk ass down the road. You understand, oh. me? You understand me, sir? All right. We're getting up out of here. Striz, tell him what's up. I like big kitties. Oh, she does. Hey, absolutely. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And Peace. we're still on the air. We're still I on the air. I still don't know how the camera works. All right. We-